In last week's episode, I mentioned the possibility of doing interview shows from time to time to get some expert perspectives on certain topics that we discuss on the program. And I have a few such interviews lined up for next month that should make their way to you by the year's end. The only problem is, as I mentioned in last week's episode, I've never done an interview before. I'm used to talking to myself and being able to correct my uhs, ahs, you knows, and give the illusion that I'm smart. So, before I get out there and ask the tough questions to the experts, I thought that I should get my feet wet and have recorded a few interviews with some acquaintances of mine to kind of get some practice. But since I was interviewing my friends that I've known for years and years, I didn't want to ask them questions that I probably knew the answer to. I wanted to feel out some spontaneous inquests and discover what conversations could be prompted from them. So in today's episode, my longtime friend and colleague, Bobby Fulton, joins me for an incongruent back and forth that proves to be an assortment of multifariousness. This is Bobby Fulton and Me. Bobby, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate having you on and helping me uh, figure out how to do an interview here. Albert, it is my sincere pleasure and honor. <laughs> so just for you listeners out there, here's how we're going to do this. Basically, we're old buddies from school and we've known each other for over, how long have we known each other? Like almost 20 years now, right? Yes, I mean, something like that. Probably. God, we're getting old. <laughs> yeah, 20, 21 years, my man, 21 years. But in any case, I thought that, you know, it would be stupid to do an interview with you um, talking about, you know, things, you know, I know so much about you already. So, you know, I thought it might be more interesting to interview you uh, with questions that I have no idea how you will answer. So, um, so it's funny because at the same time, Albert, I decided that I'd write up some questions too and ask you those same questions. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. Yes. We both, so you guys are gonna, so that's what we're going to share with you. We'll see if this, uh, if this ends up being a complete train wreck. So, um, <laughs> so money is on. Yes. So, um, but maybe, I, but maybe a beautiful one. All right, so, sorry, in true, no, no, don't worry about it, please. Um, so, in true scattered curiosities fashion, a lot of my questions are just you know they don't really have much to do with the other, but some of them do. So, I you know I'm going to be starting from an arbitrary space here. So, um, unless you have like a, a question you're dying to start with. Um, we can just... I, have, I have so many questions I'm dying to ask you, but why don't you go ahead and go first? <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see if the, let's see if we could get this one started out. Uh, we'll start. We'll start out a little bit easier. Okay. So I know that. I, so Bobby, you are a huge sports fan. I know this. So this should be an easy question for you. Um, if you could add a rule to any sport, what would it be? <laughs> um, uh, uh, mandatory fly fishing. Say that again, mandatory fly fishing. <laughs> yes, no, I don't know. For uh, everybody. <laughs> for everybody must be must be some fly fishing in every sport. No. Uh I, I would say um Ooh, that's a 
Albert, you got me right at the get go. All right, well, I'll, really I'll get sport. I'll get the conversation starting, you know, because you can you can yeah. hear what I have to yeah, say. Because I because because I actually did think of this that some of these questions are you know the kind where you know you're like huh, um, and so like I I have some of my answers to these questions here too, so that you know we can build upon each other. It's not fair to just put one another in the spot. But uh, my answer to the question was I would add a pitch clock to baseball. Um, oh, so you're saying like. Any specific sport, not all. Yeah, I, yeah. I any mean, any sport, uh, any sport God. whatsoever. Pitch you know. clock is a great choice. Yeah, no, I would say anything to tighten up the game of baseball, which we both love. Yeah, but in today's society, is uh, you know, is obviously a little long. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's all I'm saying. And you know, we just recently did an episode about baseball where I profess that I don't mind that it's so long, and and I and I don't. But you know, I I do think that you know keeping the game moving is important. You know, because it'll still be long even with the pitch clock. I think. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'll. Uh, I'll say that the they should raise the the hoops at NBA games just to make it a little more challenging. Oh, I love that idea. That's a great idea. I think they've gotten too good at the sport, so we need to give them, you know, maybe six inches of extra height. <laughs> you know, I wonder, you know, we'd all like another six inches. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't we? <laughs> um, but uh, that that's an awesome idea, actually. You know, I wonder if they would ever go for like, a, you know, an extreme basketball, kind of how they had, um, uh, what, is the, what is the XFL football, the uh, arena Have football? This actually exists. Have you seen Slam Ball? <laughs> no, what's Slam Ball? It's actually been around for a while. I, I was listening to it about it on another podcast. Um, I, of course, I always listen to Scattered Curiosities first, but once I'm done, <laughs> no, no, I, please, please plug the other <laughs> podcast. That's that's how I, it works. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I remember exactly. I think it was. Uh, it was. I think it was Startup Podcast, which is actually very good. We're gonna fact yeah. check that, and we'll yeah, uh, add yeah, it. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll just edit you in. So, and I think it was fact check. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the way we should do this. Well, but uh, yeah, so it's this guy who came up with this sport where, like, it's a combination of football and basketball, and and uh, they have, and also there are trampolines that allow you to like there are like five trampolines in front of the hoop, mm-hmm. and it allows you to like do all kinds of crazy basketball slam dunk moves and all that but in between the trampolines you can get tackled and it's like <laughs> becoming it's becoming that's very awesome big yeah it's kind of cool actually it was on spike tv when they first started spike tv uh um when they transitioned it from whatever it was before and uh it it, it ran for a couple of years and then now it's huge in china Amazing! Like, yeah, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, so um, you have to. You can, uh, this has already paid off. I can tell. This, this is a little experiment. Oh, for sure, so. absolutely. So, uh, um, all right. Well, I guess I guess your turn. I, I have, by the way, I have eight pages. I probably won't get through all of them, but um, yeah, this you know. Is a good but but I like to I like to have I like to have backups, you know, because you never know what conversation is going to get spiked. So um, yes, yes. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, all right, I, I'm trying to think of how. Okay, here I'm going to give you. Let me give you a good one to start off. No, nothing silly. Uh, what are the worst three places you could imagine vacationing? <laughs> okay, okay, the worst three places I could imagine vacationing. Gosh, um, here's the thing. Okay, because like I would love to go to the Middle East. I would love to go there and go everywhere. But I, I can't imagine that I would. 
be comfortable. You know, like I would feel not safe. Right. Like I'd love to see the pyramids, but I don't yes. want to be where the pyramids are. Right. Exactly. And it's just, um, and you know, people, and here's the thing, I guess that kind of makes me a little bit of a coward because people do it all the time and you know, they come back and they're just fine. But, um, yeah, I would say that, uh, just, just the fact that I wouldn't be able to relax and, you know, enjoy myself, I guess that would be bad despite the fact that someplace I desperately want to go. Yes. That's interesting. It, it, it could be, it could be one. Then that'd be three. <laughs> cause I don't, cause after that yeah. first answer, I don't want to hear the rest of your answers. <laughs> no, that, that, that was sufficient. Well, especially if, knowing you have eight pages of, of questions, we probably should, you know, well, I mean, well, no, but I mean, you know, this is, this is, this is, you know, bound to get uh, to, I mean, did, did you have a, a, an answer in mind for that question for yourself? <laughs> Actually, there is one place that, that jumped in my head and it's, I'm sorry to, to feel this way, but Flint, Michigan. <laughs> no, that's that's valid. Did we, did we had, wouldn't that be a terrible place to vacation? Like, um, if, if my memory Michigan? serves me correct, you've at least been through Flint, Michigan at some point. Oh, I've perf- oh, I've performed at a Flint, Michigan <laughs> elementary school. Yes, yes. What what uh, what show? Do you remember what show it was? The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yes. Um, Which were you? The Wardrobe. I was all three. <laughs> was, uh, wow, damn, you're a good actor. <laughs> I was I was a lot of characters. There's only three of us. So I was like one of the kids, and I was the lion, and I was also like the fawn. Uh huh. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least it wasn't the show where I was on stilts. That was that was uh, I didn't do that one. <laughs> no, you you don't actually need stilts. You're you're actually a tall guy. Uh, guys, uh, Bobby Fulton is tall. How tall are you? Uh, almost six four. Okay, six foot. Wow, that is very tall. Um, actually, actually, you know what? I I have a question that relates to tallness. Um, okay. Uh, by the way, by the way, folks, if you don't know, Bobby Fulton has always teased me because I am considerably shorter than he is. So, uh. <laughs> in, in a lovingly way, only. Right? Oh, no, of course, of course, and I I take no offense. I mean, you know, I'm not, you know, I I'm very average, you know, <laughs> all around. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, so uh, so okay, here's the question. All right, so would you rather be four foot? three or seven foot 10. If you had to choose between, <laughs> if you had to choose between one of them, which would it be? I think seven foot 10. Really? Seven, 10. My, my answer is the exact opposite. This is so interesting. Why? Tell me why. Um, because I, I just, I don't know. I would seven foot 10 is pretty extreme. Uh, I, yeah, I for sure. That's that, what I thought too. I just think that like, I mean, well, first off, they both suck, right? We can agree. No, absolutely. I, that, that was actually the beginning of my answer to all of them, is that either yeah. one of them is, is going to not be easy. I just, I guess I'm the kind of guy who likes to stand out if I have a choice. Now, that's a great, that's a great answer. Um, mine, mine, and this is so interesting, we're learning so much about ourselves today. Uh, my answer also has to do with comfort. And that is that if you think about it, like our, our world, like airplanes, wherever you go, is designed to go from people that are babies to, you know, like around six, three or four, although I'm sure you find yourself in some short position sometimes where you know you have a, a ceiling on your head like in a cab or something yeah. well, but mountains tough yeah, well there you go um <laughs> but my feeling is is that like our world is kind of designed for people that are sized between baby size and like say six feet tall so you know if you were four foot three there's there's a place for you 
in there. Mm. I would have to check and see if four foot three is tall enough to be to go on like uh, roller coasters because I would at least want to be that tall. Um, <laughs> right, right. Although I think that maybe they wouldn't let you on certain roller coasters if you're seven seven ten either. So. There you go. Yeah, you're just as da- in danger of getting decapitated. Right, right. Or you just plain don't fit. I, I guess also like you'd be you'd be threatening the Guinness Book of World Records, and that'd be kind of cool. Uh, yeah, seven ten. Okay, uh, all right. And and also, I think I would be able to make a, a about a five or six year run as an NBA basketball player, and so I would make more money. So there we go. Now that we're on, if you're seven ten, if you had any coordination at all. They just stand you there. Yeah. So I, I feel like I feel like there's more. I think I totally hear your comfort argument. I think I think it's valid. Like I said, they both suck. But uh, yeah, I guess you going with seven ten. The giant has the giant has spoken. I, I'm not going <laughs> to argue with you. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So, uh, all yeah, right. Go. So so on the on the subject of Space Mountain. <laughs> Yes, um, you you have me completely in your. I, I, you have my full attention. Yes, Pirates of the Caribbean or the Jungle Cruise. Oh, you know I have really great memories of both of them. Um, I can't. Re- have you been to both Disneyland and Disney World, or just one? No, I have been to both, but only okay. Been to Disneyland because first. I can't recall. I have been to both, but I've I've been to Disney World more. Do they have both of those rides at both? parks do you know i know they have i know they have uh, pirates of the caribbean for sure but i don't know i don't know if they have the jungle cruise in california or not i don't know for sure i, I can google it while we're talking and, um yeah you know. uh, that's that's fine i mean it's not that important it, it doesn't really matter um but like ah that's a that's a real tough one it, I di- they have it at both they have it at both oh okay um all right so uh, uh i'm gonna have to say Probably Pirates of the Caribbean, because yeah. I think just because it's inside, it's so it's so weird. Like when you're out in the sun all day long. <laughs> I like that. It's, it's inside. It's a, it's a very practical answer. I like that. I mean, but but the out, but you know, the the thing that the Jungle Cruise has going for it is that you know you don't have yo ho yo ho the whole time, and you know, hearing you know the the same robot say the same thing over and over again. Um, yeah. I, mean, I just it, like a, I just like a good sassy like tour guide, and you get that with Jungle Cruise. Oh yeah, where the like the, where the hippos come out and or the elephant sprays you or something. Oh no, but like you get like a tour guide who's like the person driving the boat. They they do. You know, oh right, right, stupid, right. So so the person so the personal touch instead of it being just a bunch of robots talking at you. Yeah, although I hadn't really thought about the inside outside thing. And, shifted me at least five <laughs> well that's amazing i you know gosh oh man if only i was on the debate team how different life would be <laughs> it would have been wouldn't it all right what, what, what do you got for me now oh okay all right um I'll, I'll ask you a couple of uh scattered curiosity kind of questions you know some that have a little bit more of like the history stuff that some of our fans enjoy but we're not going to all go there but I, I can't wait to for this question i've been dying to ask you this would you, re- by the way, everybody, full disclosure here, um, Bobby Fulton loves coffee. I mean, loves coffee. Yes. How many cups a day would you say you drink? Five. Okay. And big ones, right? Tall ones? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. All right. So my question to you is, would you rather change your last name to Hitler or never have coffee again? 
never have coffee again. That's exactly what I said. There's, yeah, a, yeah. there's, another, there's other kind of caffeine. That was a no-brainer. I actually yeah. thought that I actually thought you might hesitate for a second. I thought I was gonna get you. <laughs> no, no, there's just nothing quite like not being named Hitler. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, well, all right. Well, here's a similarly evil question. Okay. Yeah. All right. Actually, you know what? I have a very Hitler-centric question for you. Okay, great. I'd love to hear this it. Is, and this is serious. This is actually a very serious question. If okay. you were a German citizen during the Holocaust, yes. would you have stood up to the Nazis and ended up in a concentration camp or went along with the crowd and lived with a tortured soul? I feel like it's an easy question to answer only because you don't actually have to do it. But... Um, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, it's very easy to say, well, I would stand up to the Nazis and say this is, you know, this is wrong. But, you know, it, it's more complex than that because, you know, you have to when, when you're doing that sort of stuff, you know, they didn't just come after you. They came after your family. They can't, you know, it was, it was you know, kind of a trickle down, I guess, from there. Um, for sure. Because, well, because also you're, it happens incrementally. So it's not like one day they're like, hey, uh, we're going to send all the Jews to concentration camps. It's like, you know, first it starts with a star and then it starts and then, you know, kind of goes on, and on, their, on their jacket and then it goes to the next step, goes to the next step and all of a sudden they're in concentration camps. And so do you go along and initially hope, believing they could never get that big or... You know, like, I th I think this is one of these questions where I think that if I'm being perfectly honest, I sitting here as Bobby Fulton today, I would, like you said, I would, I would say, you know, damn the torpedoes, I'm standing up to the Nazis. But in reality, if I would like to say I was standing in a crowd and if you didn't throw something, you know, and they had people walking towards the concentration camp, and if you didn't throw something at them or jeer at them, they'd throw you in line with with the people going to the camp. That uh, you know, I think we'd all be lying to ourselves. We'd say there's at least a good chance that we would join the crowd. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And like you know, and and I think that people that listen to this, you know, on their own would probably have to agree with that. And you know, it's not acceptable. And you know, it's not a proud thing to have to answer but you know yeah I, I i would i would say that you know if most people are being honest that's probably would be their answer and you know it kind of goes along with the same idea that people say you know if you could go back in time what's the one thing you do and they say i would kill adolf hitler and i'm like really though what if you had to do it what if you personally had to be the person to go in and kill hitler and you know i always thought well what if you could just go back in time before hitler became so bad and you know, maybe not kill him, but like, you know, get him like on a different path. Like, you know, am I going back in time and I and am I killing baby Hitler? Because so you, e because here's the thing. Here's the thing, dude. Like even baby Hitler. I mean, can you imagine? It's still a baby. It's not like you could go up to a baby and just like twist its head off. It's like, well, he's going to grow up to be Hitler. So but I, I like know. I like your like I like that you would go back into time and be like Michelle Pfeiffer in Dangerous Minds and like change, <laughs> <laughs> change Hitler. I would Albert like, Einstein his ass Hitler. right up. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just teach him to appreciate the classics, then maybe 
maybe he would have been like, you know, he would have run like a non -for, not for profit or something, you know? So. Well, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of people that you know, I'm sure you know this, that, you know, he was, you know, trying, he was an art student and he wanted to be an artist. And I guess, you know, he was discouraged yeah. by, you know, one of his professors and they say, God, gosh, if he could just go back and change that moment right there, um, you know, maybe, you know, everything the way, you know, the, the Holocaust doesn't happen, you know, maybe world, I mean, I think World War II would have been inevitable, whoever was at the helm um because because you know germany really got bit by world war one um right I mean, right you know and, and like and that's a complete that's a whole other can of worms but um but yeah the, you it's know, too you, big for this question you, you can't do a history show without having at least a few hitler questions you know so but <laughs> Hitler sells, baby, right? No, he does. Like, if you go on, like, you know, it's so funny. My wife um, came home and uh, looked at the DVR, and I, you know, I love watching, you know, history shows and documentaries, and most of them are stuff I already, you know, heard a million times. Every now and then you get ones you don't. But, um, you know, there's like six of them on there that are like, you know, World War II in color, the Nazis take over, like, you know, Hitler's time, and you look like a horrible person and it's just yeah. it's either taping those shows or going to the library and checking out Mein Kampf which how'd you like to have that on your uh <laughs> I think that gets you on a list somewhere no that's you know that's that's the interesting thing and you know what I've always thought this is that um you know we we talk about Hitler he's like the most hated person in history and you know no contest I I don't dispute that but you know he wrote this book about you know the way that he thought he wrote Mein Kampf you know which means my struggle and um, I'm fascinated by it because I want to know, like, what does the most evil, most hated person in the world think when he's by himself? But, like, I don't want to go on Amazon and buy Mein Kampf. I don't want to go to the library and check it. You know, it's like it, it's kind of a weird thing. I'm, I'm interested to read it just because of the complete unique circumstances behind you know him being just the most horrible horrible person in history um but you know there are people that are also in history that killed just as many people i'm not justifying it at all but um i'm interested to read the book and also afraid to and we live in america and i'm afraid to read a book yeah that says something yeah like, isn't that weird yeah I, yeah no i mean i'm afraid to type it into a search engine yeah, no, absolutely. I am too. Um, and, you know, and yet we're supposed to, you know, be, you know, living in a you know, society where, you know, we're not being spied on, we're free to do whatever. And also, it's our complete right to do that if you want, you know, there's nothing. I mean, it's a book, it's published, I'm sure that you can buy it. And, and, I mean, I don't believe that if I typed it into a search engine that like, I I get a knock on the door right then, but I just believe that I might be no, absolutely. Yeah, it would immediately ping you into something. And <laughs> now that we're I'm talking about it, I'm a little afraid that we're going to be on the list right now. Well, you know, and that's the thing. And, and you know what? After, you know, I'll, we will both review this before it gets released, if it gets released. And um, we'll decide whether or not this needs to be cut. <laughs> now that we're on the topic of the Holocaust, tell me if Jurassic Park was real, would you go? Yes. I would too. I would totally go. I actually have talked to people this question. I've tested a couple of these out on other people just, you know, in passing in a bar. And some people are like, no, you'd get killed. And I'm like, that was just like a circumstance that happened three times. <laughs> right, right. I mean, how long has Jurassic Park been open? Like decades, probably. <laughs> right. Well, at and, this point, at this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I, I don't know how you would pass up going to see real, real dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean, that's, and, that's, and I would assume yeah. there's some sort of a social contract that if they have a park open, that 
they're, that they're doing everything they can to keep you safe. Well, yeah, and you know what? I imagine that, like, you know, let's let's talk of Jurassic Park as it were, as if it were real. I mean, you know, the people that suffered from the, that park, you know, I'm sure they got, you know, their families were, you know, got a lot in that lawsuit. That's a good point. So, I mean, at the very at the very least, your loved ones are set if you get eaten by a velociraptor. Is that, is that kind of your premise? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, that's I'm that's in. not. That's no yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I would do like if like dinosaurs were real, like in the wild. I don't know that I'd do a dinosaur safari. Mm-hmm. But if it's a park, I feel like they're pretty incentivized to not uh, not watch me die. And and plus, probably the real park is like really upset about those movies, anyways, because they're saying we've never actually had any deaths, but you had to dramatize this thing, and now you hurt our tourism dollars. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think you went with me on that one. But I, in, in the world in which Jurassic Park is actually a real thing, then you would imagine the movie where th- three times people died. That that movie was probably a sensationalized version of the real Jurassic Park. That Jurassic Park wasn't actually a historical uh, movie of ah. uh, like a, like a documentary. It was more like. Well, there's everyone knows. Like, if you did a movie about Disney World and someone died at Disney World, only with dinosaurs, because people don't really die at Disney World. But people have died at Disney World. I'm sure of it. At least you Uh, know. Of course, they have died, but like not because like Disney World is a particularly dangerous place. So let's move on. We know. Yes, yes, yes. Moving on. All right. Um, All right. So, crunchy or smooth peanut butter, and if smooth. What are your moral crimes you have committed to become such a monster? That is an excellent question. And I, I, I was actually going to cut you off before you even finished the question because there's, there's no contest. Um, it, crunchy, for sure. Although that wasn't always the case. When I was a kid, I wanted smooth. Oh my God, we're like carbon, we're carbon copies of each other on this one. Yeah, like I was, actually, I don't, I don't think I've ever met a kid that likes chunky peanut butter. And I'm not really sure where the, where the break happens. Um, the earliest I can remember wanting chunky is like probably somewhere in high school. Yeah, I think I transitioned like in college, maybe. And and uh, I actually remember looking at crunchy and thinking it looked gross for some reason. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, but I agree. Just goes to show how important it is to go through the maturation process. Well, and texture, you know how texture is a very important thing. Yes, Ooh, oh, okay. Speaking of texture, actually, this one's this one's a pretty good one. I got I got two that are pretty good that they can piggyback on that. All right, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you dumbfounded for a second. I want you to tell me how would you describe the color green to a blind person? Uh, like grass. I feel like that would even though. So no, no, no. I think that you're on to something like because the thing is, is that, you know, they've certainly walked through grass. They've certainly smelled freshly cut grass. And I, I think that if you can in, you know, if you can speak to the other senses, um, you can describe green like you can also say like a salad. You've had a salad, you know. Fresh, yeah, I feel like you know, somewhere in that kind of like fresh planty thing i feel like that's and, the, and, and you know what i would even go so far as to you know even tell them what green sounds like you know have you ever been sitting in a park under a tree and the and you know like the leaves are going through the breeze that's what green sounds like and you know the freshness of it all and the way that it cools you um all right well uh yeah 
pizza topped ice cream or ice cream topped pizza? <laughs> okay, hold on. Wait, wait. I have to picture this again. Say it again slowly. Say the first one again slow. P- pizza topped ice cream. Okay. So pizza? ice cream top ice cream topped with pizza. Okay. Pizza now, now I, I do cream. have a couple. I do have a couple questions for you on this before right. I can answer. So is it like a slab of pizza or is it like cut up like you know like toppings? You know you more like 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 the the, the ice cream is topped with pizza. Versus, so well, because it, pizza, because it's because it's ice cream with it's ice cream with pizza on top, correct? Yeah, or oh. pizza with ice cream on top. No, no, I understand that, but I, okay. I'm just addressing the first one. So, is right. the very first one is is it a is it like a piece of pizza just put on top of a scoop of ice cream, or is it like chop? Is it a piece of pizza that's been like chopped up, you know, more to this not not sprinkle size necessarily, but like more in like a kind of like a topping would be. Versus being just a piece of pizza on, you know what I mean? In a, yeah, it just it, it, like, instead of like you know, because I'm either picturing like a bowl with you know a big scoop of ice cream and just a piece of pizza on top of it, like smushed on it, or you know like it on a cone with the pizza like toppings as like you know almost almost like you sprinkles would be. Yeah, it's the best so, way I can describe. So I, I think it'd be a very lazy presentation. Just slap, slap a piece of, uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Pizza on there. So, so I, we're gonna go with like cut up. Pieces of pizza. Okay, like, uh, okay, and then the uh, and then the other choice is like a piece of pizza with a scoop of ice cream on it, right? Yeah, that one's a little bit easier. The first one, hey. first one, I would, um, I, I think the first one I would enjoy it just because and it would hard, be hard to eat a slice of pizza with ice cream on it, unless you yeah, were sure. you know using a knife and spoon or you. I think you'd have to go with spork on that one. Yeah, that's a really good. You know, the spork people should get behind that. You know, honestly, I don't understand why sporks aren't more common everywhere. Um, You've always loved the spork. You've always no, I have, I have, and you know, here's the other thing about it. You know, and think about this just just from a a purely like money saving standpoint. If you um, were a restaurant and you just you just had sporks, then you could get rid of you know (laughs) half of of your two thirds of your silverware that you have to wash. You would save so much money. You might even be able to get rid of like one busboy shift a week. You know, it's just, you know, and I'm not trying to take jobs away from people. That's, I'm not about, that's not what Scattered Curiosity is about. But But we are about making things more efficient. Yeah, well, you know what, though? Whenever somebody succeeds, somebody suffers. So what are you going to do? That's right. I I think I I just decided I'm more of a food guy. You're more of a what guy? A food. You might be sport, but I'm food. Food? Oh, spoon. I thought you said food. food. Oh, no, food. food. Oh, I get yeah. it. Like a fork spoon. That not a spork, but a spoon. Yeah, yeah Got not it. a spoon fork, but a, a fork. Right, spoon. right. Yeah. No, that that actually is funny. I just am dumb. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. right. This this one this Wait. one's a good one. It's my turn. Uh, ha ha. All right. So so I actually have two back to back because they're related to each other. So so this this one's a good one though. All right. Would you rather only be able to have cold showers forever, or Sleep an hour less than you currently do now for the rest of your life. Oh, definitely sleep an hour less. Sleep an hour less for so that you wouldn't have to endure cold cold showers. I, I so there's this new thinking that like if you start your day with a cold shower, it actually makes your life better. Like you know, makes you more alert and all that good stuff. So I tried it. Yeah, and, and I and I just could never. 
I could never do that. As I Dude, I'm with you. I'm with you. Even on the hottest, most scorching day, I'll take a hot shower. <laughs> oh yeah. But like, oh, it, no, it's just but so but weird. but you know what? It 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 actually kind of has a good effect though, because if I take a hot shower on a hot day and then I step out of it, then the hotness of the day seems more cool because the shower was so hot. Right. Right. You it's see, like, it's not. I've thought about this. Yeah, I know you have. I'm actually, with, I'm with you too. That was my answer. And, and I even said in my answer, because I typed up my, just like my quick responses here so I wouldn't lose track. But I typed up, I'm probably in the minority here, but I'd lose the extra hour of sleep. Showers are so good. In fact, that's why, that is why I have two questions that are shower related. Hold on. I just got to go through my millions pages here. Okay, here, here's, here's, here's my other shower related question. And it is this. Um, would you rather go one week without bathing, but being able to change your clothes or a week and this is just one week, but, or a week without changing your clothes, but you could shower. So either you're clean and your clothes aren't, or your clothes are clean, but you aren't basically. Can I I do, can I do things like turn my underwear inside out and. That kind of um, thing kind of I, I did. I didn't. I did not write that you couldn't. So yes, you. I, they're still the same clothes. So sure, you can turn them inside out. Even if I couldn't, I'd still, <laughs> pick, I'd still pick the shower every day, not change my clothes. That's what I. I, I just can't live life. Not showering. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, my friend, 100%. I said the same thing. I said, you know, I would I would go with the shower because, you know, here's the other thing. When you go out, yeah, you got to wear the same clothes. But also in my question, it does not say anywhere that like when I go to bed that I can't just take off all my clothes and sleep naked. And if I'm clean in my bed naked, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I didn't think we were going to talk about that. Okay. You got a question, I'm sure. Yes. I've got, I've got several. Um, oh yeah, go for it. All right. Have you ever seen a woodchuck chuck wood? And if so, how much wood did he chuck? I had an answer to this. It was how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck wood chuck, could chuck wood? So much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Uh, do you remember how much wood that woodchuck? <laughs> well. And we're talking like two by fours. We're talking trees, right? Because they would tr- do trees. So um, yeah, they don't. They don't tend to go over to Lowe's and start chucking. How wood. much wood? Would, would you, within within what time span is this wood chucking? <laughs> I think yeah, however long you watched him, I guess. Yeah, I guess he doesn't have any place to be. Uh, so I would say, on the whole, the wood chuck could chuck about, I don't know, maybe three feet an hour. Is my guess. That's a good answer. That's it's the only answer I got. <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right. moving on, moving on. So, so tell me, um, why? How come you think that Tarzan doesn't have a beard? That's, hmm. He doesn't have a beard. He grew up he in the should, jungle. He should, he should have a full beard, like the fullest beard. Of, <laughs> he's I got guess. long. Ha- he's got long hair. No beard. I mean, and maybe he's shaving. But number one, why? And number two, with what? And number two is a far more profound question than number one. Well, actually. I mean, I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could find sharp things in the jungle, and 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 like you know, I'm sure you could find even knives, legit knives, you know, from other people in the jungle. I, I'm going to have to assume that maybe he he does shave because. Um, you know, tar- well, he has to Tarzan. Shave. He can't well, no, here's the thing. Well, yeah, but I mean, here's here's. <clears throat> 
I admittedly did not research Tarzan enough before a- answering this question. It was simply supposed to be funny, but it it does it does bring about a couple of other interesting. I mean, he's he's good until he's about thirteen, and then I start to ask your question. Because so so then the third question, I don't think we're gonna be able to answer any of these. But if he does have a shaving uh, method, like he's clearly not going with like a five razor. Uh, or a, or a, or a mirror even unless he's doing it in like the water, right? So like, you know, he's yeah. That's so he should have see, if, see, if, if he's see, shaving, he should have all kinds of nicks and cuts and all that. Right. Or like, like a very like rough kind of like crocodile Dundee face. So you you think he's found like spare razors and that kind of thing? Yeah, I think maybe he's. I think maybe he's observed it and mimicked it. Like maybe when we're introduced to Tar, when we're introduced to Tarzan as having no beard, maybe that's a new thing. Like maybe he had a beard, and as the story begins, is the beginning of Tarzan's life. As soon as he loses his beard. <laughs> so that's the subtitle that got left off. So the- like, so like, you know how you know? Remember how in acting school they told us, you know, what's the moment before the moment? Well, the moment before Tarzan starts is when he shaves. <laughs> All right, what do you got for me? All right. Uh what is your definition of purgatory? Wait, so in, let, and let me give a little context. I've always thought yeah, of, purgato- of purgatory. I'm going to give you my definition of purgatory. Yes, yeah, no, please. And, okay. So I've always thought of it as like the thing on earth that was so that like you just hate it and you just have to live it for eternity. So those who know, know know myself have seen me. Uh, not only my six foot, almost four, but I also have a giant head. Like you have a giant a, head. Yes, like a head so big that like they even the biggest baseball caps they make, fitted baseball caps they make, do not fit my head. Like I don't <laughs> like, a, like a like a size eight baseball cap does not really truly fit my head. And, and you I, want to be seven foot ten. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I never said I wanted to be seven foot ten. <laughs> that, that was your choice three, between two. No, you're right. Ten. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. I, I completely I, put words in your mouth. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, fake news. Fake news. <laughs> so my purgatory would be for the rest of eternity being stuck in a lids store being forced to try on hats. <laughs> that, and, and here's the worst part about having a big head. Everyone's like, oh, I'm sure this, this hat will fit. Like, no, it's not going to fit. Like, you're going to be really surprised when you put it on the head. It's not, I mean, how many times have you seen me wear a hat? I've seen you wear... I, well, yeah, I guess... But I've, seen, I've, I've definitely seen you wear hats before, but... I've tried. But, but, but all those times you were secretly in terrible pain, you had a horrible headache. Yeah, I had bad headaches or like like, and there's no such thing as an adjustable hat that fits my head. Well, I mean, I I, def- I I absolutely have more memories of you hatless. I you know, but you know, again, it's I've known you for almost twenty years. I mean, I have seen you in at least a hat. Right. Uh, well, you know, and you go through phases where you try to be like all the other boys and girls who get to wear hats. And, and and you know what, Bobby? I don't think that you were always such a fat head. I think that maybe <laughs> back oh, in the it, day, it, has it, got, it was a little. Cause you, cause you got so much smarter, cause your brains that's, got bigger. Yeah, it's true. It's a good point. 
All right. Okay. So I got one for you. So so now this this one this one again is I think an easy one to answer until you think about the reality of it. If it were okay. real, of course. All right. Would you rather? Or, or, I oh, no, say, but, what, you rather? Your, no, but what's your what's your answer? Oh shoot. Oh okay. All right. I'm sorry. What's the question? What is your definition of purgatory? Oh Understand my my definition it. of ter- purgatory. Right. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> and um, you know anybody who does their own podcast and edits it will know what I'm talking about. Um, it would be editing an episode that never, ever finished. Like it was never done being edited because I hate it. Like I hate it so much. All I really want is to like be successful enough that I could pay somebody to do it. Right. (laughs) Um, Because I I, honestly, you know, my, my favorite parts about this are like doing, like coming up with an idea. I'm like, Ooh, I want to know the answer to that. And then like doing research. I enjoy research and I enjoy, you know, doing that. Um, I believe it or not, I find recording it sometimes a little stressful. Um, but 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 hands down, I hate doing the editing. It's the least. I shouldn't say it's the least artistic. It it is an art, and you know, uh, kudos to everybody that does it because it is it is a difficult job. It is you know very thankless. I think uh, for the most part. I hope that everyone's getting paid well. But um, it's just so tedious, and it takes a long time. And if you're me, you know, you're so you know picky about so many things so and i still you know and and it's still not perfect but um you know but like if i tried to do it as perfect as i wanted to i would never be able to get out an episode a week even close so that would be it for me now i i might have had a different answer at another point in my life but right now that would be my answer. It would have been um, very it, weird if that was your answer before you'd ever edited the podcast. That, and that you know what? Believe it or not, simple. before you even a- asked me that question, my my question I had in queue for you um, is not too far off that topic. Um, it's you know it's it's a little similar. So right. would would you trade having horrifying, terrifying nightmares every night for an entire year? For a million dollars, and if not a million dollars, for five million dollars. Terrible, what, terrible, what, horrible nightmares every night for a year. What, what are these nightmares doing to me? Well, yeah. you're 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 at the very least waking up from them. I mean, you you'll you'll go back to sleep, but like you know, wake up wake up scary nightmares every night for a year for well, a million this bucks. Like, this is like you know the old idea that we're all whores. It's just a matter of what our price is. Right. Which is yeah. why I, which is why my second question was, would you do it for five instead? If, I if, would if definitely a million, do it. If a million, if a million wasn't enough, I would definitely do it for five. No question. You think? You think? You, you think it wouldn't drive you insane? I think I could keep my shit together. You think you keep your shit? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. and again, I think this is another one that is super easy to just say, fuck, fuck yeah, for five million dollars, I would do that. But um, I, I, I do it for a million too. I, I think so. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I I would think that, you know, again, the, the, the quick answer for me is, yeah, I'd do it for a million dollars. You get me for cheap. Um, of course, I would rather have $5 million for it because I do think that it would be a really, really rough year. It would be a hard year, um, you know, because I'm sure that you've had days where, like, you just didn't get good sleep last night and the next day sucks so bad. I only sleep like five or six hours a night, anyways. Yeah. So, 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 what if you what if you lost some of the even that small amount of hours? That might that might make you, <laughs> who knows? But but then you you know, but it might make it easier if you know 
you know, I got $5 million coming for me. I just got to, you know, you'd have that advent calendar just going down every day. <laughs> do I get chocolate in that advent calendar? Because if I do. Hey, baby, you, it, I, again, I never said that you couldn't do that. I just said right. that you would have horrible, terrifying, awful nightmares. Every well, I'm going to look at it from a different perspective. Would I dig ditches every day for a year for a million dollars? And the answer to that is yes. Oh, and, yeah, for sure. And, and I think that would actually have a greater negative effect on me than nightmares. Just digging ditches? Yeah, because I... Did, I'm sorry, did you say ditches or graves? Ditches. Ditches, okay. Just, just digging. Like, just doing the same thing over and over again. Oh, yeah, I, digging. That almost sounds like your purgatory answer, too. Yeah, but you, I think you know me well enough to know that I need variety. I need different challenges and all that. And, like, I never have done well in the, like, nine to five doing the same thing every day sort of deal. That's why I've been blessed to work for myself and create new opportunities and all that. Digging ditches is kind of like the opposite of that. So like, I think I can handle nightmares much better than I can handle repetition. Yeah. Well, I guess, especially, you know, I guess, I guess the other question would be, what if it was the same nightmare every night? Like it wasn't a variety of nightmares. I mean, it's probably still the same answer. Um, you know, you would take the million, five million, but like, you know, I, I would hope, I would hope at least for you that each nightmare is uniquely terrifying to you. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know. Now that's yes. interesting. Now you go to that. I think, no, actually maybe the same nightmare is better because like I would start, I would be like sitting in and knowing what's going to happen next and be, you know, that's, <laughs> well, that gets really deep. By the way, just for the record, I would start with 10, I would, my offer would be $10 million knowing they talked me down to five. <laughs> Smart so, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I wound up with a million dollars and, you know, <laughs> and I'm crazy. <laughs> All right. Between these two presidents, which one is your favorite? Oh, okay. The 11th president of the United States, James K. Polk, or the 12th president of the United States, Zachary Taylor. Okay. Um, Taylor, I believe, died in office, right? Did Taylor die in office? Yes, he did die. He did die in office. Yeah, okay, right. Years. Not that that really sways my decision all that much, but um, here's the thing. I admittedly already know a little bit more about James K. Polk because, as you know, and most of the people, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, I've mentioned this band a couple of times, They Might Be Giants, has a song called James K. Polk. Mm. And it is a three minute and seven second, you know, kind of biography of the guy. Um, you know, and doesn't necessarily make him out to be like, you know, a hero or the best guy in the world, but I, I simply know more about him. So I, I, I almost have to say uh, that. I, res I respect the K. So I'm going to go with James K. Polk. I like the, I, I like the, I, there's something like not too many people go with the K as their middle initial as part of their name. You know, like if you have a, had you, can you think of another something K someone? Uh, something gay, someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off the top of my head, I can't. Uh, I, I'm I'm certain that they exist, and we'll get all the letters, and we'll address every single one of them. Uh, <laughs> I, but I, I at no point. Um, the so the closest hey, I can come up with is Michael J. Fox, because J is just one from K. Right, that's, that's true, and I, and I would say that there's far more J's. I I can name at least one. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm sure there are more. Uh, I'm sure there are more than one. Um, oh God, where's uh, it was my next one that where's oh oh okay all right I, I want to see if you can answer this for me um, because the this I came across over research for a different scatter curiosity I had no where to sneak it in so um, you're familiar with the um, nursery rhyme Humpty Dumpty who isn't okay could you recite it for me Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall uh-huh. Humpty Dumpty. Had a big fall. Yes. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together again. Excellent. I have three other versions of this um, that I'm going to share before I ask you my question. Okay. That was okay. perfect, by the way. The only the only difference that I had in in the in the first part, you said a big fall. Some of these say great fall. Doesn't matter. They're they're interchangeable. So uh, here here are the three different versions I have. First, um, and by the way, uh, the version that you just did is the version I grew up knowing, but was not even included in the first bunch that came up in my internet search of it, which I thought was really strange. Yeah, um, strange. The, these three that I'm about to read to you are the first ones that came up. The first one is Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Four score men and four score more could not make Humpty Dumpty where he was before. Okay. Let that settle for a second. Okay, next one. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Three score men and three score more cannot place Humpty Dumpty as he was before. And then the last one is a little bit different. Humpty Dumpty lay in a beck with all his sinews around his neck. Forty doctors and forty rights couldn't put Humpty Dumpty to rights. Now, in all four now versions that we've heard, where in there does it say that Humpty Dumpty is an egg? <laughs> that's a really, that's a really good point. It never says he's an egg, and like every picture that we see of him, the whole thing, he's an egg. But why? I is it is it because, because when it was first written, it was just illustrated that way? But like we have this, but it it doesn't it has absolutely no indication whatsoever that he's an egg. And, and so, and here's the problem. Well, so this is probably why, because like, it'd be impractical to think that somebody would fall apart by falling off a wall to the point where it took either 60 or 80 men to put them back together. But and like, I'm, why was he an ambassador? Was he a diplomat? I mean, what was his, why was it so important? Of course, putting him back together again could be more, you know, symbolic. It could be more like, it really messed him up and it just could no matter how many people came to his, to his uh, rescue and, you know, he just never was the same. I suppose it could be like that. Well, but yeah, but okay. And, but and also, if, can, and if he's an yeah. egg, but I'm going to, and I'm going to go against the egg thing again, because if he's an egg, why would it matter if, it took, if there were 60 men or 80 men to put him back together again? It's not, I mean, you would think you would only want like one egg expert. Okay, so there's this many people that are nearby that see this guy up on the wall, right? Mm -hmm. So, because, you know, if they're able to rush to his aid, they must see him up there. Now, if there's just a dude up there, you know, people would just be walking by like it was nothing. But if it was a giant egg up there, people would, like, everybody would stop. There would be a crowd. And they want to know, geez, what's that egg dude up there? And then when it fell, they'd be like, oh, my God, we got to help him. 
Uh, <laughs> Albert, can I blow your mind here for a second? Yes, please. Okay, so it appears that Humpty Dumpty, while it's been imagined as an egg, was actually a cannon used by the Royalists during the English Civil War. And now, so, uh-huh. now it makes sense that there'd be a bunch of guys go and try to fix a cannon. Well, there you go. You just, you just, you just scattered just, curiosity to somebody. I just scattered the heck out of your curiosity. You scattered the master, the scatter master. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we've often had, we've long had the argument, which would be better, a chip burger or a pop dog? Right? Yes. Oh, I was hoping that you would bring these up. Um, yes. uh, and, yeah. and, and I think for the audience saying, uh, yes, so, please, please explain for them. Yeah. So a chip burger is like bur- uh, a burger with potato chips on it. Often like what you would have done as an elementary school child or, or middle school child at, at lunch, a pop dog, I will, I will admit is more innovative, but as you can see how I'm couching, you probably understand where I'm coming from here, but <laughs> it's, it's a hot dog. It has popcorn in it, and when you heat up the hot dog, the popcorn pops, and now you have this combination that no one's ever asked for, a hot dog with popcorn in it. But, okay, so, I'm a chip burger, Alvord's a pop dog, fine, all right? But I'm asking you, which one sells more items year one? Right. Um, yes, I, I, I think I, I thank you for refreshing my memory as well of this conversation that I'm certain we must have had a million times over millions of beers. Um, way, so way, way too often. yeah, yeah, we, we certainly devoted a lot more to this than solving world hunger. Um, <laughs> although, although we're going to feed people with either one of these at some point, but, um, I simply think just for the name, the way that it like rolls off of your, you know, it, it's got to be pop dog because, you know, I agree that chip burger is easier. Chip burger is delicious. I would do it. I feel like I maybe even have done something similar to that before. Um, and I think they're both delicious. But just from the name pop dog, you got to go with pop dog, right? Tell me that's wrong. How is that wrong? I think that more people get their head around a chip burger than a pop dog. All right. So we can break this off up into multiple questions. I, I think that in month one, Pop Dog might sell more just out of the pure curiosity of such a crazy idea. Yeah, if I'm looking at both names just on the internet, no pictures, Pop Dog's probably what I'm going to click on. I think that you can agree with that, and that's what you're saying, right? Uh, I'm, I'm more saying once, actually, I'm saying something a little different. I'm saying that once the Pop Dog. Once I even know about the two, I'm gonna go. Well, I've never even considered a pop dog. No, that, no, I agree. No, that's 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 what I mean. Like you know, from from first glance, you'll be like, oh, what's pop dog? And then when you see what it is, you're like, oh, okay. So that so that in the first month, you know, your first glance of it is like, I'm gonna click on that. And then when you find out what it is, you're less into it. No, no, no I'm I'm actually not saying that. What you I'm think saying. that they'd be more into? In I, I thought you're anti pop dog. I I'm am confused. anti. I am anti pop dog. <laughs> well, I mean that's harsh. I'm not anti. Just don't think it's <laughs> okay. But but I'm saying that there is a curiosity to the idea of a pop dog, and so it might see. So once I learn what it is, it might see a temporary bump. Okay. Of, of oh, I interest. see. Yes. But after someone actually tries a pop dog and realizes there's a reason I never imagined or asked for such a product, I'm more likely to go to the chipper. 
<laughs> yeah, well, you know, the thing is, is that Pop Dog is not crazy for these two reasons. Uh, 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 you know, and I agree, just, just putting it into practice is going to be difficult. I mean, I, I mean, is the popcorn shape going to take over the hot dog so it looks like, you know, it has all these bumps on the inside, um, which would be weird. But, you know, but I, I will counter that with getting back to baseball. And when you go to a baseball game, hot dogs and popcorn are eaten in concert all the time. So it's not like these flavors can't work together. And, you know, having a crunch in a hot dog sounds interesting. So, uh, here's the thing. I've had a chip burger. That's easy to do. That's not an invention. That's just putting, <laughs> just putting, that's just putting chips on top of a burger. I know, but imagine <laughs> if they came together. So, you can't sell that. Yes, you can. <laughs> you could, me. I mean, you could open up a restaurant called Chip Burgers and, you know, they, they make a burger and smush whatever chips on there. But, you know, the, again, you haven't, you haven't really invented anything, but... Um, I could I couldn't figure out how to put chocolate sh- chocolate shaped staples into a question, but oh oh this this one I wanted to make sure I got to. Um, I don't know if it's the best transition, but but I think it's such a great question. I think we can have a neat little five minute conversation on this one. So okay, let's say that um, you <clears throat> know like a week in a week in advance that you're going to be sent back in time to the year twelve hundred, not for any specific mission, but you're going back to the year twelve hundred. You're not coming back. You're going to go there, and the only thing that you can bring the way that your particular time machine works is that you can wear, like, whatever you can wear on your body, and I'm including, like, a fanny pack, not a backpack, but just a, a you know, a big-sized fanny pack, and, and, like, also if you have a jacket of your choosing, you know, anything you can fit in those pockets, your pants pockets, that sort of thing. Those are your limits. What do you bring with you back to 1200? You're never coming back. Well, yeah. So, like, actually, I surprised. I'm surprised at how much instant clarity I have on this on this question. You, obviously, your first instinct is to be like, "Well, I'd like, you know, the, an iPod or a, a something like, you know, iPhone, a, even a Walkman or whatever to ha- have some sort of entertainment thing." But you could not possibly have enough power to make that worth worth its while maybe an old walkman you could buy you bring a, a walkman and a bunch of batteries but you like you'd never be able to charge your iphone again so that, that's actually your- actually you know what I, I i have to i have to stop you right there because um the uh, um, my cousin who is a solar panel specialist he sells solar panels oh. um he was telling i i had interviewed him and he told me that in some countries they have these very very small solar panels that people could like um put outside during the day and it would like run a fan or a light during the evening. So if you downloaded enough stuff on your phone that you wouldn't need Wi-Fi because Wi-Fi wouldn't work. But if you did bring your phone with just like an encyclopedia, like a wealth of knowledge, like, uh, like a, like a Boy Scouts handbook, a survival handbook, you know, purifying water, um, you know, some good history about, you know, before 1200 so that, you know, you knew what was coming. Um, that's interesting. Well, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like that was actually a point that I was like, well, you wouldn't take your phone, but I'm like, maybe you could take your phone, but you'd have to play plan ahead because again, you still wouldn't have internet, but you you could put stuff on there. If I had a rechargeable like solar panel thing and assuming that like, you know, some crazy, uh, you know, surf didn't, they had surfs back in 1200, right? 
uh, yeah. like, like SCRF. I uh, didn't like see it and smash it because, you know, he was mad that I had something he didn't have. Like, I, I guess I'd go with that. But I'd also, I would stock up on like toothpaste and shampoo. Yeah. And yep, soap. that was on my list. Like, like in a hardcore way. Like, I might fill the whole thing up just about with that kind of stuff because, like, you'd never get that back. And uh, um, Well, what, what I would do, you know, is I would definitely, you know, get a lot of that information, like, even, like, soap-making information. I'm sure that there are, like, you know, easy steps for soap that not, wouldn't be as easy in 1200 because it's not like you just go to the store and get these things. But, you know, if you could find out some of the basic ingredients, and I would say, because I wouldn't want to rely on the, um, you know, the cell phone solar thing. But I think that like while I'm there, you know, certainly for the week up until I get there, I'm already starting to do some research. But um, but I would want to get like some of those basic things down that I learn how to do so that should my solar thing go down that I can make that stuff because I wouldn't be as concerned with soap as I would be with my drinking water. And I would want to make sure I brought some like, filters like I would want like a filtered water bottle um that I could clip to my belt right. loop um you know because that I, I think that that would probably be my number one concern is water um what I'm drinking back then because there's no you know there's no city purifying things going on yeah yeah listen I guess anything you could do to create as many of the modern day conveniences as possible plus you got to bring like a like a multi-tool like a, um, yeah. you know, like a Leatherman multi-tool, I think is good. A d uh, and actually what you were saying about entertainment was good. I would bring, um, like a deck of cards and, um, and, uh, and a harmonica just because it would fit. I would love to bring a guitar, but I can't, it doesn't fit the parameters of, um, it would, you would blow um, some people's, some 1200 people's minds too. Oh my God. I would, I'd be like, I'd like to hear a song I wrote called let it be. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I believe it's very good. Um, I mean, I, I would say matches, um, but, 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 but not matches so much. I think that, you know, lighters would, would go a little bit further. You could bring at least, you know, five, um, I would bring pencils. I would bring an, um, like one of those, uh, antibiotic, uh, you know, some antibiotic tubes, like in some band-aids because getting cut in the past is probably an easy way to die. You know, the, yeah, right. You know, the, you know, the real, uh, the real test though is would you be able to position yourself in a way in which you wouldn't be burned at the stake for being like some witch? Well, here's the thing. I think I would definitely, my first point of interest would be to stash a lot of this shit somewhere and not all in the same place. Like I would really want to, you know, because yeah, you would want to, you would want to blend in. You would want to get kind of dirty pretty quick. Um, and you know, remember that since you know in advance you're going, you know, that's how you're going to plan what you're going to wear to the past. So, and you know, you can, and you can't really get 1200 clothes here unless you're going to like a, a costume shop or something. Um, and that's the other thing. Do you get clothes designed or do you just bring your clothes and then get new clothes once you get there? Yeah. Um, you yeah. need money. Um, really that, that's money. the well, and here, here's the one thing I wonder is that you know you'd want to find out what the currency the currency would have been back then, which is probably like goods like grain or um, you know uh, gold maybe even. I mean, maybe you could bring like a couple of gold or even fool's gold back then. They might not even be able to tell. 
which holiday would you add to the federal calendar that is not already celebrated? So I'm making up a holiday? Uh, I, don't know, I wouldn't say you're making up a holiday. There's a, if there's something that's celebrated, so here, here would be, I guess you can't take this one because I just, but like Matt Grave Day. Like oh like like Matt Groening the the creator of the Simpsons Day, yeah. So like you know, is there a day? Is there something that you feel like should be a a national holiday that isn't? And what is that? And, and I guess where it came the question came from was I've always found it fascinating that growing up in the uh, Chicago area, we always had Casimir Pulaski Day. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember Casimir Pulaski Day. You know, he's actually he's come across it a couple times in uh, in some of my scattered curiosities reading. I'm gonna have to do something on him because that uh, me too, and I think that that's um, special to growing up uh, near Chicago because I think that I'm not really sure what the story. Do you know the story behind Casimir Pulaski? He's a Revolutionary War general, uh, Polish guy, and that's why. Did he he's... live in Chicago, or is it because Chicago has such a high Polish uh, population. I think the latter, and although yeah, so, I'm not yeah. even sure, I'm not sure that that's even as true as it once was, and I'm not sure they still get Casimir Pulaski Day off. I, I don't know Probably not, but um, I would say bring back Casimir Pulaski Day. Damn it! So you think I grew, we should, we should, that's we that's should how I grew, that's it? how I grew up, and we loved it. We liked it fine. So <laughs> it worked just fine for us. <laughs> we, we, look how I grew up. No, I'm, right. po- I'm a podcaster with no sponsors. Casimir <laughs> <laughs> Blast worked for me. Thanks uh, a lot, Casimir. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, um, well, you know, it's kind of funny because there actually is like, you know, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but, you know, in New York, we I, I become aware of national lots of stuff days because people celebrate everything here. But like there's National Donut Day. There's National Pizza Day. There's National Hot Dog Day. Like they, they, these things exist. Like, and, you know, it's not like you get a day off of school. But, um, you know, on National Donut Day, you you can get a free donut, you know, at a bunch of different vendors in the city, believe it or not. Um, you know, so those kind of things exist. So I'm trying to think how petty <laughs> is this? Is this a holiday that would get a day off? I guess it would be my next yeah, question. Yeah, it'd be, this would be a federalized holiday. So this is, oh, a federalized holiday. Hmm. Yeah, like a real full on like Martin Luther King Day, President's Day, Christmas Day kind of holiday. I don't know. This is going to sound cheesy and stupid. Um, and and I'm probably going to come up with a way better answer to this later. But, um, but like the first day of summer, like officially the first day of summer, everybody gets day off. Wow, I think that's pretty good. Actually. That's a, that seems bipartisan. Well, it, and it's also hard to argue with just the concept of another day off. Anyways. So what, what would yours be? What would you have for a holiday? Yeah, this is a question I asked you and I don't think I really had an answer. Um, um, okay. Can you tell me what you think? The best thing before sliced bread was, oh. and I and I can tell you that I, I I did a little research and sliced bread being sold like packaged. I mean, because obviously people had the ability to slice bread ever since knives existed, but um, but sliced bread came prepackaged starting in 1912. Well, I, I my first instinct is if sliced bread was the best thing then unsliced bread was the previous best thing. Because if the best thing was to improve upon a previous product, then that previous product must have been pretty darn good. 
in order for me to go, God, if only I could slice bread, that would make this thing so much better. <laughs> that's, that is a valid, that's a valid answer. Um, my answer to that question was Quaker Oats Oatmeal, which was established in 1877. So I would say that before sliced bread, um, Quaker Oats Oatmeal being prepackaged and you know able to just make real easy probably blew people's minds. Back All right. So that's my answer to that. Okay, that did not inspire the great. I'll just cut that. <laughs> you know, I, I thought it was good. I mean, that was you know so short and simple to the point. Yeah, yeah. Not every question has to be an ordeal. Um, right. Uh, oh, oh, right. oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You were okay. Very all right. All right. No, because you know, I just saw it. It just made me fun. Like I'm flipping through. I'm like, are there any other ones that I must get to? Other ones we, we don't have to get to all these. We won't. Um, would you rather drink human breast milk? Somebody else, like someone you didn't know, a stranger. Would you rather drink human breast milk or eat human breast cheese? So you're either drinking the milk from you're either drinking human breast milk or eating cheese that was made from human breast milk. I guess for some reason I'm gonna have to go with milk. But I'm no, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna do they, the I'm gonna do the cheese. Um, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna, it's a tough. It, it is. I mean, I, and here and here's the the piggyback on that one because this one has always bothered me just a little bit. But why is it as people we don't think it's weird at all to drink the milk of a cow or a goat? But the the thought of drinking anybody but your mother, your own mother's breast milk that's a human disgusts us. But it's like they're the same, you know, in the animal world, if like a, you know, if a dog's mother died, another dog mother could wean the puppy, you know, and keep it alive. And it's mm-hmm. like, and that's not gross to us. Um, but why is it, why is that, that it's so gross to us? <laughs> I don't know. So first off, I kind of find milk gross in general. So that's why I, I might actually change the cheese just because, like, I've never been a big milk fan. So I'm not the best person to ask this question of, but but uh, it's a step closer to cannibalism. Whatever it is that innately we agree cannibalism is a bad deal. I guess so, but then, but, but then why don't we have that attitude towards it when it's a mother breastfeeding her baby? I mean, you, when, you, when you see that, you don't go, ugh, cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't either if I saw you drinking breast milk. I wouldn't go, oh, that outboard, he's turned into a cannibal. Uh, but it's just closer to it. So I don't know. I would make an exception because it's a mom. And not, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would I would also, though, go with, with the cheese. And, you know, I mean, because you, you did... Um, you know, you could just wash it down with some water. <laughs> you don't have to wash it down with breast milk. That would be the worst. <laughs> I'm making you eat breast cheese and wash it down with breast milk. Yeah, that would be. That but would but but you will never but you will never be anywhere near the breast at all. It'll just be. <laughs> See, and so like it'll be all prepackaged. Like, no, that's the worst part. I mean, at least if I'm going to drink the breast milk, I should be near the breast, right? Nope. Not not in this 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 scenario. Nobody wins. <laughs> you are truly a monster. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, how about I'll do one last question? You do one last question. I mean, it's your show, so. Oh yeah, so, give uh, me one last. Give me one last one, and I might do two. But like, I yeah, I, I don't think I have any. I don't think I have anything pressing. Go ahead. Okay. Who is your favorite assassin of all time? 
Mm, my favorite assassin of all time. It has to be singular. Not and, and 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 I say that because when Julius Caesar was assassinated, like I don't want to say like it was a good thing. I mean, like I don't, I don't think that's. A I mean, good do you answer. really do you really know enough to say that it was a good thing? Well, here's the thing: if that hadn't happened, I don't know that Rome would have. I shouldn't say that I don't know that Rome would have fallen. It's not like it fell immediately. But um, in order for things to progress the way that they had, I think that that is one seriously major event that needed to happen. Um, Because, you know, like, because when Rome falls and loses its identity, the rest of the world, you know, kind of finds theirs. You know, the Vandals, the Visgoths, the Angles, the Saxons, the Britons, the Mongols, in China, too. So the assassination of Julius Caesar, you know, had to happen for us to come out where we are. Um, you know, if, if we were still, if, if Rome in that way had gone on, I mean, we have a very different world, I think. I mean, but that's true, I think, of any of the assassins, um, you know. They all changed the world in some way, I think, because they altered the events. Yeah. So to pick to pick a favorite is certainly an evil question. So I'm going to go with all of the senators who uh, assassinated Julius Caesar, and by the way, did not get the fanfare that they thought that they were going to afterwards. They thought they were going to be heroes. They got rid of this tyrant, but people loved Julius Caesar. You know, right, they, right. No, and of course, the que- the way the question is framed is purposely provocative. Uh, um, but but uh, I'm gonna go with, uh, uh, and it's not really an assassination, more of a killing. But the, the, I'm gonna go with Judas and the priests uh, killing Jesus because it, it actually, sort of to your point, uh, it proved a larger point and created a an entire movement, really out of it because it kind of, you know, it, of course it all requires you to believe that Jesus died and came back to life and all that, but it, it created an entire, it, I mean, whether you believe in Christianity or religion in general, you certainly can't argue it's, it's significance and its impact both positively and negatively. And, and I think, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of the most important parts of, of human history have come out of that one moment. So it's an impactful, so maybe favorite's not the right word, but like the one that you're most fascinated by as far as its, as its impact on the world. Oh, well, that, that, that might change my answer then too, because, yeah, um, that's unfair. you know, yeah, because, I, because I would say, I would say, you know, I would say that, you know, uh, what's his nuts? Um, Oswald was a big one um, that changed yeah. the world yeah, for sure. Yeah, Favorite's unfair. I probably. But you know what? You know what's actually. You know what actually is more though than that. Not the assassination of um, of uh, Kennedy, but the assassination of Oswald himself by Jack Ruby, because mm. you know Ooh, because so that is actually a favorite kind of. Because well, and here's the thing: I almost hate Jack Ruby for that because now we'd never be able to find out what happened. We had him. We had him. You know, and he goes and shoots him, which certainly, you know, adds to the idea of a conspiracy. Um, you know, you have to shut him up. So, I mean, that's, I feel like we're almost instantly there's there's conspiracy theories. I don't think that anybody argues that 
Oswald probably did shoot him, but you know whether or not he was connected in other ways, I think is what people are disputing. Um, but damn it, they he shot him. They had you know within within like I think it's twenty four hours, forty eight hours of them having yeah. him. They didn't get to find anything out. Ah, <laughs> I mean, have we seen anything more provocative in the last during our lifetime than our parents saw when like. Like, the, can you imagine, like, you have Lee Harvey Oswald caught, everyone's wondering what's going on, and then you, I mean, that happened on live TV, Jack Ruby shooting him. Well, I can't imagine back in the day, like, even if somebody did, well, I guess not, I mean, I was going to say, even if somebody did assassinate Hitler, like, would it be in the news back then, like, when they when they did that, you know, with Osama bin Laden, you know, they, they... It was highly but like sensational. You but you didn't see Osama bin Laden get killed. Like you right, right, yeah. Jack you know, you didn't Ruby. see, yeah, right, right. You actually saw Jack Ruby. No, yeah, you absolutely. You saw it happen. Yeah, he's I, walking I out, and he's like, I didn't do anything. He's like, oh, and they get, to, oh, it's it's crazy. I was just watching something on this recently, and, and uh, yeah, it's it's just so, because that's so recent. It's not like, it's not like there wasn't cameras there. It's not like there wasn't, doc, you know, it happened right there in the police station in front of the press. Unbelievable. Crazy crazy there's a uh, there's a steakhouse called jeff ruby's oh uh, and ruby tuesdays mm, i wonder if they're related ruby, ruby tuesday jack <laughs> ruby. you know a little known fact it was originally called jack ruby tuesdays that should be him. the name of our conspiracy website jack ruby jack tuesdays ruby tuesday. now and, john f kennedy was shot on a friday but it's jack ruby tuesdays <laughs> right right everyone yeah yeah, I think, yeah, the Jack Ruby Tuesdays. That was the original plan for the rollout. That he he shot Lee Harvey Oswald, and they had to drop the check. Okay, all right. I I have like I have like two more questions. <laughs> I have like two more questions that I want to maybe three because they're just so funny, and then and then I really will stop this. But um, okay. but but they're good, and I don't want to stop the momentum that we've started here. So yes. um, okay. So would you? In this one, I think is going to be an easy answer. Would you rather? Have unicorns be real or mermaids be real? I think mermaids. And why? Well, well, because well, well, I guess it depends. Are mermaids as hot as they are in the movies? Sure, mermaids are everything you ever thought that they were. Um, yeah, except that then, yeah, I think they're kind of in reality though, not quite as hot. Cause they're like. Well, they have a fish. They have they have fish bottoms. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think I think, I think I'm actually going to go unicorn. I so also unicorn. chose unicorns, and, and my and my reasoning was really simple: is that be, since I can't go beneath the the sea, um, I would I would naturally have more interactions with unicorns. I mean, probably not a lot, but more than I would have with mermaids. So, Dude, can I guess fly. Yeah, the, hell yeah, they can fly. Okay, there's, no, there's no question. But I don't think I don't think that they're magical. I mean, they they fly, which I guess seems magical, but like you know, they have wings. They should fly, just like birds. You know, the fact that <laughs> right. birds fly doesn't make them magic. Um, you know, but like it doesn't have any additional magic. It's a horse with a horn that flies. That is right. it. Okay. You, you know. Okay. So boom. See, we got that one out real quick. That wasn't too hard to answer, now was it? Um, yeah. Okay, this one I actually was really, this one I thought I was going to lead with. Um, okay, would you rather have to wear a bike helmet for the rest of your life or walk around everywhere for the rest of your life with, a, with an umbrella that was open all the time? <laughs> <laughs> so bike helmet forever, bike helmet forever, or the umbrella. I do a lot of thinking in my days. 
And <laughs> I've come I've come up with a lot of scenarios, but I have never come up with that scenario. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a bike helmet. I guess a bike helmet because umbrella would just be so obtrusive. I also I also chose the helmet. I I don't really know why that was my reasoning, but I chose the helmet because um, at least I, I you could be hands free. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I just feel like you. Well, also, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm bringing an umbrella inside is bad luck, so. I mean, you're forcing me to have an answer to this. I question, actually wouldn't so. have. I wouldn't have pegged you to be the superstitious type. I'm not really a superstitious type. I'm just trying to justify the answer because it's okay. A, All right. Because, Thank you. You know, it's Thank a, you for taking this seriously. Yeah. Yeah. No. In reality, it would be like, well, I guess. Although, although this is very interesting, would the bike helmet truly fit my head? It's one of those like plastic kind of, you know, you know, like a. No, but to, go back to, like, the, to go back to a previous conversation, like if yeah. this is a bike helmet that like everyone tells me fits my head, but it doesn't really because <laughs> my head. No, no, it, big. it fits. It fits for you. We got a custom one made for you. You have to wear okay. it forever. We, you know, we're gonna bike, do that. Bike helmet. Yeah, it'd just be too obtrusive on the umbrella, um, on the umbrella thing. You know, like I can imagine like having five, four or five feet of ex- of circumference around you. That just seems. Seems like a lot to deal with at all times. Like you all could, times. yeah, right. At all times. Right? I mean, you There's you would no have to moment. shower. You would have to shower with it on. I mean, your hair would get a little bit wet and stuff. But like you know, that's on. It's on forever. <laughs> you, 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 people would watch you shower, going, "Why? Why is he even trying? He's got. Why is he bringing an umbrella in the shower? It seems so counterintuitive." Or at least, yeah, your hair would get all matty. But in reality, if you had a bike helmet on all the time, you'd lose your hair at some point, and it wouldn't matter as much. Whereas, yeah, I think, you know, you couldn't, we'll take this full circle again, you couldn't ride Space Mountain with an umbrella, but you could with a, with a bike helmet. That, absolutely, and it's it's all about Space Mountain, folks. <laughs> it's all about whether you can ride Space Mountain. I just have to find my last one because this is the one I wanted to go out on. Hold on. Oh, here it is. Okay. All right. Well, first of all, Bobby, I got to thank you for joining me for this longer than I thought was going to be conversation. But honestly, I enjoyed it. And I, um, you know, we'll see how it comes out. We'll both give it a listen. But if people like it, um, I would sure love to have you on again for a round two uh, on this. Because, again, there are so many other ones that I'm like, ooh, this one, this one, this one. But we, you know, we we don't want to exhaust it. But um, my last question for you is this. Okay. I saved the tough one for last. Would you rather... Have your parents' heads mounted like lion heads above your fireplace after they died of natural causes? You didn't shoot them. Or snort their ashes like cocaine? <laughs> your parents have died, unfortunately. It's sad. Right. Now, you, you're faced with a difficult choice. Do you have their heads mounted above your mantle or do you snort their ashes like cocaine? Only because it's not in the spirit of the question am I going to not ask why this is my scenario uh, uh do i have to snort all of their ashes yep i guess i would snort the, i'm looking actually looking at a picture of my parents right now as I'm answering this question. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it real i'll make yeah. you answer this question when they're in the room <laughs> yeah right uh I, I guess i would snort their ashes because it would just be temporary 
That's exactly what my answer was. I would put, I, 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 this is what I wrote. I wrote, damn, that's a good question. I don't think I could look at them every night over the mantle like that. I think I just have to suck it up, no pun intended, and snort them and get it over with. I Completely. Just, just it, It's not going to be impl- a pleasant experience either way. So, okay, it's all right. Be, and it's going to be like a bad month. You know, because you're going to go through it and then you're also just going to like have like these like kind of like crying. Games. I mean, it will stay. W- I'm sure it will stay with you forever, but um, at least you don't have to look at it forever. So, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. OK, and, and actually, I'm going to do one more because since that was so distasteful, this is also it, within, <laughs> within the same within the same realm of taste. If you had to choose, would you rather eat a dog or a cat or a rat? Got to eat one of them. I'll tell you what my answer would be. Yeah, go for it. All right. It would probably be dog. However, if I had to kill the animal that I was eating, like I'm doing the killing to, and cooking it, then I would probably change that answer to rat. I don't think under any circumstances I would eat a rat, whether I was never or never. Okay. Uh, so I, then I, between I, dog and... Between dog and cat, and 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 then you know, dog I feel like would have the best meat. I think cat would be very bony, like rabbit. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of like what would there be, what would their companion animal be to the type of animals I have already accepted I would eat. So like, are they more like a? Is one of them more like a cow or a deer or a buffalo or? Um, I don't think so. So I'm actually I'm actually going to go with cat because I like dogs a lot more. Okay. All right. Do you have any closing words for the scattered curiosities? This is a big moment. I've never let anybody else uh, say anything on the show. So yeah, no, thank you very much, Alvord. It's an honor to be your first guest, and I do look forward to the next time. Well, there you have it, folks. I hope I didn't lose you as a listener by experimenting with the show's format. And if you like today's program, please share it with your friends and take a moment to go on iTunes or SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Blueberry, TuneIn Radio. I mean, gosh, we are available everywhere now. And give us a quick rating and a review because it helps the show so tremendously. And if you hated today's show... Why are you even listening this far? But if you did hate the show, send me a message. Let me know. I'll fix it. And also, don't worry, because next week, we will be back to our old tricks with another juicy, full-length episode of Scattered Curiosities titled Moons, Mooning, and The Moon. It's truly out of this world. keep the curiosities coming please rate us on itunes soundcloud or your favorite podcast platform and don't forget to visit scatteredcuriosities.com for exclusive free downloads and to donate to the show